0: If you'd like to submit a question or a topic for me to discuss, send it in to podcast at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and join the Facebook group, Wellness Wellness Podcast Tribe. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, it's Thursday. What is Christina's face doing popping up? in my itunes app if you listen to this on itunes through itunes podcasts or i don't know if you listen to it on stitcher or the website but i know what you're thinking you're confused because i usually publish on mondays and this is coming on a thursday so i want to sort of give you an update on what's going on with the podcast i love the podcast it's so much fun and I hope you guys love the podcast too. But basically, I have a lot of really, really awesome content that I have built up that I am very antsy to get out for a number of reasons. First of all, I'm just the type of person who when I have an idea or I have something I want to share, I really just need to share it right now. Like I just need to get out there. I don't like waiting around forever to post about it. And this happens to me a lot with really awesome interviews I record. And I got in the habit of recording in advance, which is really helpful with all the travel I do and so that I never feel anxious about not having an episode to release a certain week. I always have plenty of content so that the podcast runs smoothly. Yet the issue is I feel like I have too much content that i'm just holding on to and i want to just i wish i could just release it all at once but i need to you know filter it out slowly anyways i don't like the fact that right now i am recording podcasts like yesterday where if i stick with my current releasing schedule it won't get released until March or February which feels like way too long to me and I know some podcasters do it where they record all everything at once and then they have enough content for the next six months and they just slowly release some podcasters like to record and then release it the next week everyone does it differently and I don't think I really like having it not be released for a long time so I'm sorry this is a long-winded explanation I just want to let you know where I'm at so that being said I'm gonna try and move to doing two podcasts a week and I want to be completely honest I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep up with it but I'm definitely gonna try and we're gonna stick with two a week and see how this goes for me if I start to feel very overwhelmed with this I might go back to one there will always be at least one but for now and I'm gonna try and do two a week And it'll still be a mixture of interviews with people and solo episodes, Q&A episodes. I also think down the line this will help me be able to do more Q&A episodes more regularly. And also I'll throw in some shorter episodes that, you know, you could just listen to more quickly since a lot of my interviews are longer. So it'll be a good variety. So I'm very excited about this new chapter of the podcast. Two a week. Double the fun. Extra Christina in your life good luck with that one. So yeah, I'm really excited. We're gonna try this. I'm gonna stick to releasing on Mondays and Thursdays as well as I can and we'll go from there. So I hope you like this new change and I hope it works out. And yeah, that's kind of why this is popping up now. I'm really excited. Hope you catch on to it and like it. So today's episode I have been dying to release because it's with one of my really good friends, Melanie Morton, and she lives in Chicago, and we met a while ago, I don't even remember when, but basically I was on her podcast, and after that we just started, I don't know, slowly becoming friends, and then we became better friends, and then she visited a Few months ago now, and we recorded this when we were together in person, and we had such a fun day together. She is one of the realest women on the internet. I freaking love her. She is a mom, she's a hot mom, she's a young, hot mom, and has so much great knowledge and experience to share with people I love how she just keeps it real like we're just very similar if you like my personality you'll probably love hers and she's just like super blunt honest real straightforward chose her real life on Instagram she's one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram for that reason and I also love how she's making motherhood be much more relatable and realistic for people but even if you're not a mom she's very relatable I just love her. She's the best. She's going to move over to California soon from Chicago, which I'm very excited about so she can be here. And I'm going to see her when I when I visit Chicago in, wow, September, October, next month. Whoa, that's going to be next month. So, yeah, that's awesome. Anyways... Melanie is a fat loss and nutrition coach. She's a certified personal trainer. She is one of my favorite people to go to when it comes to fitness advice. She's, again, just super realistic and calls out all the BS that there is on the ground, which you talk about in this episode. And she is the creator of the Busy Mama Lean for Life Method and the Busy Babe Lean for Life Method. And those are a few of her programs that are really, really helpful for basically achieving your health and wellness goals, your body goals, and doing it realistically. Staying lean for life is what she's all about. But she's also really sensitive to this whole issue of body image and, you know, disordered eating, disordered exercise. Like, she has been there in the past and gone through it and doesn't promote anything other than true health and wellness because i think in the wellness space are these people are just so extreme about this and they think that if you want to look a certain way then you don't like your body and that's not true either like you're allowed to want to get into really good shape and also love your body this is a whole other rant anyways i think that melanie's just super realistic about everything and if you just follow her you'll totally understand what she's about i love her so you can find her on her website, MelanieMortonCoaching.com. And she also obviously is on Instagram. And her handle is Melanie underscore Morton underscore. It'll all be in the show notes. And you can also find her Facebook group if you search for Melanie Morton Coaching. That's fun. So she sees clients one on one, also has group coaching. She has a ton of awesome ebooks on her website and other products, and she hosts a podcast called The Female Experience Podcast. So this lady is doing a lot all while being an amazing mom. I don't know how she does it all. And I think you guys are going to fall in love with her as much as I am. She is truly an incredible human, one of the realest people ever as I mentioned before, but I need to emphasize it cuz you guys know how I get annoyed with people who are not the same in real life as they are on social media Melanie and I like to rant about that a lot but you will learn a lot about her in this episode she's so cool has an incredible story and I hope you enjoy it so let's start by you telling people what you do okay so I'm Melanie Morton
1: I am um I live in Chicago and me and my husband not own- for long no, I'm moving <laughs> to California in January. So very excited about that. Don't know exactly where we're going to move yet, but... Next door to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, like Culver City, I can't afford Brentwood, but I would love to live I in know. Brentwood. Oh my gosh. It's like I
0: feel that way too. Picture it's so perfect. Nice. I
1: love it so much. Um, so yeah, right now I'm living in Chicago. Got two little boys and I am, well, me and my husband own a personal training company in Chicago. So we work with primarily women. We run a small group women's strength training program because uh, a lot of cardio bunnies come to us and they are doing soul cycle like seven days a week and they don't mm-hmm. know why they're not seeing any results. So we wanted to start something to kind of just empower women and get them to learn how to weight lift and do all that good stuff. So that's what we do, and I also work um, online with moms and other women just with health and fitness and mindset coaching. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now.
0: Have you always lived in Chicago?
1: Yeah, my whole life. 27 years. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Why are you guys moving out here?
1: So the first time I went, I visited California. I never really... I don't know. I've never really, like, wanted to go to California. And then three years ago, one of AJ's clients, he has, like, a really nice house in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, you guys should vacation and stay in my house. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, like, hell yeah, I'm going to go to Palm Springs. So we went to Palm Springs, and, um, well, this will make me sound super nerdy. (laughs) (laughs) So we go to Palm Springs. It's so, like, like, if you're there for, like, two days, you've done everything. It's kind of boring. It's Mm -hmm. like an older... Community. It's a lot of golf. There's really nothing to do. So I just got kind of bored. And I was like, well, now, like, we still have five days left on our, on our vacation. Like, let's kind of road trip. And I've always wanted to go to Manhattan Beach because mm-hmm. I really like the Tone It Up Girls. Mm. And they always post about Manhattan Beach. Like, they live yeah. there. And it looks so beautiful. And so I've, like, I've, I've always wanted to go there. So we ended up, like, road tripping to Manhattan Beach and... And I just, like, fell in love with California, like, this Mm -hmm. part of California, not Palm Springs, California. (laughs) But so we spent, like, the rest of our vacation. We went to, like, Santa Monica, Manhattan, Hermosa. um, And it was just so fun, so amazing. Like, the food is, like, I don't know, the vibe Mm -hmm. is so different than Chicago. I feel like Chicago is very fast-paced and, like, always busy, like, you're always on. Um, And it was just a way cooler vibe and... I felt like I, like, fit in more. And even when we left on, like, we, like, were going home to Chicago, I, like, cried on the plane because I didn't want to leave. So this is, like, three years ago. And so when we got back, I was, like, let's move to California. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. And so for a while, um, we were, like, planning it. And we were actually supposed to move, like, last year. And then um, business started going, like, really, really well, which Mm -hmm. was, like, good Because obviously business is going well. And then, but it was also bad because he didn't wanna leave in the middle of like this like business boom that we were having. So we held it off for another year. And then we were like, well, California is really expensive and we have two kids and blah, blah, blah. And then both of us, I feel like this year, we were kind of just like, fuck it, like we're gonna do it. And it was kind of like serendipitous because the place that we live right now in Chicago, Um, our landlord has to sell it like next year, the beginning of next year. And we've already moved. So we've been married five years Mm -hmm. and we've moved probably six times around Chicago. So I was like, I'm not looking for another place in the city. Like I love, I love the city, but I was like, I'm so done looking for apartments in in Chicago. I was like, let's just move. Mm -hmm. Like we always wanted to do it. We can work remotely. Like, let's just do it. So we finally decided, like, this is the year, January. So, end of January 2019, we're going to move. That's I'm exciting. So
0: are the boys excited? Or they how are, are they feeling?
1: So, my boys are two, like, two and a half, and my one is going to be five next month. Mm-hmm. And so, the five year old, he gets it, but, like, he thinks California is, like, around the corner. Oh. Like, so he's like, <laughs> Even when we FaceTime, because, like, we're in California right now, obviously, for vacation. Mm -hmm. So we were FaceTiming them, and he's like, can I see the inside of California? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, sure. Like, look around. (laughs) Like, there's a palm tree. yeah." Yeah. Um, And then the other day, it was so funny, so... Like, we talk about it, because they've never been here either. Uh Um, So, I'm like, the the first time they come here, it's going to be their home. Mm -hmm. So, we talk about it, and we're like, we can be outside all the time. We could be by the beach. Like, really talk it up. So, they're... Well, Wilder doesn't really know what I'm talking about. (laughs) He's like, yeah, whatever, I'll go wherever. But Harlan's like are we going to California today? So, like, every day I'm like, we shouldn't have said anything yeah. until, like, the week before we're leaving because then the other day he packed up, like, three suitcases oh. just with, like, toys that's and so he cute. dragged them by our front door and he's like, I was like, what are you doing? He's yeah. like, these are for California. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, we're not leaving for a while, dude, but, like, that's fine. You that's can leave so them. That's so cute. Yeah. so they're excited and I'm excited for them. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I just think, being outside and just like the environment and I don't know, it's just like such a better vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're, you don't feel. I mean, okay, I can't really <laughs> talk because I've never been to Chicago, to Chicago yet. Um, but although I am going, I you can tell you, yeah, I'm gonna be there in uh, October, <gasps> so we can hang out. Wait, when in October? Because my birthday's in October. Uh like middle. Okay, like, my mm- birthday's October seventh. Oh wait, no, 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 not middle. I'm gonna be there. At- Over Halloween, (gasps) that's gonna be there. Yeah, so we can hang out. Yes, I'm staying with Addie. Really, (laughs) yeah, she just moved like around the
1: corner from me. Oh, cool, we're close. Yeah, we can all hang out. That'll
0: be fun, but okay, yeah, so I haven't been there yet, but I feel you seem like a California person. I know that's what everyone says, yeah, so it makes sense. And I think it's good that you guys are moving before. The boys have like started school really and yeah, like kind of like made friends. It, yeah, when they're young and done all that, you know, so you can stay in one spot, hopefully.
1: Yeah. I'm um very
0: excited. I'm excited too. So how did how did you guys meet? Me and AJ? You're, yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> I don't at know. the bar.
1: <laughs> so I was serving in Wrigleyville for like a really long time, like throughout college. And, um, I've always been into fitness and nutrition mm-hmm. and health. And, um, so I was like 21 and I had applied to be a personal trainer at Equinox mm-hmm. downtown and I ended up like getting the job and I don't know why to this day, cause I was horrible. Like I didn't <laughs> know what I was doing and and i didn't even cuz you're cute <laughs> maybe i didn't even have no someone actually my boss who was fired was like basically told me we only hired you because you're pretty and i was See? like that's not cool <laughs> yeah like thank you but like but not also cool. not yeah. yeah like i don't feel very good about that um but he was fired so anywho i ended up getting the job and uh, aj worked there but we weren't really in the same circle of friends So I was really good friends with his really good friend, but, like, we just didn't hang out because he had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. of, like, pretty serious girlfriend. They were together for, like, over three, four years. So I was like, oh, like, he has a girlfriend, whatever. But, like, one day I told his friend, Ilan, I was like, oh, yeah, like, and we called him Morty. So AJ's, (laughs) my my last name is Morton. Mm -hmm. So he's, like, this little Jewish guy, and we call him Morty. So um, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I think Morty's so cute. And Alon's like, are you serious? So he, like, texts him right away. And I was like, dude, he has a girlfriend. Like, they yeah. live together. It's not going to happen. It's fine. Um, and then, so after that, we just, like, he, like, knew how I felt. But I was like, it's fine. Like, it's cool. Like, you know, I'm just open with you. Like, you know, I have a little crush on you. But, like, you have a girlfriend. It's cool. Yeah. But, like, we started hanging out more and more. And it was just, like, something was there. Uh-huh. And then the one night he texts me and he's like, I'm single. And it was, like, 11.30 at night. And I was like, can you call me? Like, yeah. this is something that needs to be talked about. So, um, ever, like, that was in, like, I had just turned 22. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, literally it was around Thanksgiving, like, November. I think How it was... How old is he? Is
0: he 30, old? You? 31. Okay. Yeah,
1: he's 31. So, it was, like, November 1st, we, like, officially were like, are we dating? We're dating. Okay. And then two weeks later... I found out. I had a little (gasps) baby in my... Oh, my God. I know. So I got pregnant, like, you know, within a week or something, two weeks of us dating. And it was really crazy.
0: (laughs) Holy Um, shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I had no idea. Yeah, it was insane. People... I mean, it's a good story now, but in the moment, I was, like, fucking terrified. Yeah. Because it was, like, I remember it was, like, the night after, like, a holiday party for Equinox, and, like, I don't know what came over me in the morning. I, like, got up and, like, went to the bathroom, and I was, like, I'm going to take a pregnancy test, and I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. Like So I just, like, went out and got a pregnancy test, took it. I was brushing my teeth, and, like, we're both in the bathroom, and then I looked down, and I'm, like do you see that? Like, is that Mm -hmm. he's like, no, I see it. He's like, that's not like, it can't be right. So I was like, can you go out and get me more tests? Mm -hmm. I literally took probably 10 tests in a row within like an hour. And I just started bawling. The first thing I said, I was like, my dad's going to kill me. Yeah. Like I'm dead. Cause he had only met, my parents one time mm-hmm. I've only met his parents one time at that point
0: you so. barely even met each other oh well, yeah not like no. you met,
1: but you barely been dating yeah and like we both kind of knew like within like a week of us dating like I was so happy being single and like I was like I just got this new job mm-hmm. like you know I'm on my own I love being single because I had just gotten out of like a three and a half year relationship so but like when we met and we started hanging out, it was like, oh my God, like, this is it. Mm -hmm. Like you're my person. Like this is, we're just going to do it. So, um, we were actually like talking about getting engaged and like eloping within like a week of our relationship. So even before I found out I was pregnant, we were talking about Mm -hmm. just like, we were like, let's just do this. Mm -hmm. Like, and, um, and then when we found out, I was just kind of like, I mean, I was obviously like in shock and Mm -hmm. taken aback, but I told him we were like on the I had just found out we were, like, on a cab ride to, like, my sister's house because I was, like, I need my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the way there, I was, like, um, I was, like, you know, we just started dating, and, like, we know each other, but we don't know each other that well. So I was, like, if you want to, like, bounce, mm-hmm. I totally understand. Like, no hard feelings, like, but I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't have to stick around. And, like, that's totally cool. I would totally understand and he was like, well, if you're going to, like, go through with it, then I'm going to go through with it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll be there. Like, we don't know what's going to happen, but, like, we'll be there. And then we kind of just were like, okay, we're going to have a baby. And so, like, two weeks later, we picked, like, a random Friday. And we went to City Hall and got married. <laughs> and oh, my God. And, we, like, went out for Mexican food afterwards. And it was, like, super random. Um, but, like, it just felt, like, very natural. And then we had little Harlan. Holy <laughs>
0: fucking shit. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I have three million questions. Okay. <laughs> when you found out, was there ever a doubt in your mind of, like, what you wanted to do? Or were, you were like just, having like, having the baby? Yeah. Are you just, like, I'm having the baby for sure.
1: Yeah. There was really no, like, in, like to each their own. Like, mm-hmm. whatever people choose to do, like, that's on you. Like, that's totally your, mm-hmm. your choice. But, like, for me, it was never really... I... Actually, like, what came to my mind was, like, adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, thinking about that now, like, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I can never do that. Because, like, Harlan's, like, my best friend. Yeah. Like, I can never, ever do that. But, like, when it when you're in that moment, like, I just turned 22. I was in school. Like, you know, I had my shit together. And then, like, you find out that. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I don't. I'm going to have the baby. But, like, what am I going to do? And then when I had mentioned that to my mom, my mm-hmm. mom was like, then I'll adopt the baby. Like there's no way like we're let mm-hmm. like you're not gonna like give the baby to someone else. So it was then I was like, well, I'm just gonna have to like kind of take a break from what I'm doing right now. Like when I have the baby and like just mm-hmm. do that. Um, so there's n- really never any doubt of what I was like. I was gonna keep the baby like no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like whether he was in the picture or not. Yeah. Like my family was so supportive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they were like very in shock. <laughs>
0: but how long did you wait to tell them?
1: Um, my mom, like, literally, as soon as I found out, I had called my sister, because me and her are very close, and, um, I was like, are you with mom right now? She's like, yeah, like, we're out to breakfast, and then I was like, can you go somewhere else? So she, like, "Go somewhere else. I got knocked yeah. up. and I was like, I was like, before I even freaking said anything, I was like, I have to tell you something. She's like, you're pregnant. And I was like, how the fuck
0: did you know? Like, I that's what everyone... Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> the
1: assumption. Yeah, and then, like, when she went back inside... Like she had texted me, she's like, "Mom knows." Like as soon as I walked inside the restaurant, she like said, "What's wrong? Is Melanie pregnant?" Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, it was just like mother's intuition, mm-hmm. I guess. Like they just knew. So they knew, and then, um, I mean, we pretty like we told family like mm-hmm. right away, um, but because obviously AJ's parents live in like the suburbs mm-hmm. so it's a pretty long drive to go see them so it was the second time I've ever met them in my life that I had to tell them that I'm pregnant that's with really your scary baby. how did they react like silence at first they were just I would shit my pants I think that they <laughs> thought like we were joking yeah because like I'm a very sarcastic like joking person but yeah. like and AJ is too so I think Maybe at first they were like, wait, like, are they going to be like, oh, just kidding. Mm -hmm. But we like didn't, obviously. And like his dad was like, well, I mean, whatever you guys like, we just will support you through anything. So like they were really, really cool about it. And they were just supportive, like, as supportive as they, as they could be. And, like, all, like, our families both came to City Hall with us and, like, mm-hmm. saw, us got marri- like saw us get married, which was, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, like, know that, like, no matter what happens, like, okay, we have, like, family that is, like, in on this, too. And they support us and whatever. We're not being, like, cast mm-hmm. aside by our family. So that was good. But it was just terrifying, like, telling people that.
0: Oh, my God. okay. Did were you did you guys use protection and it no. failed or you just had unprotected sex? I was sex? dumb, Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. What were you like in college? Like that's what I wonder like had you had a serious boyfriend before or like Um so like my whole
1: college experience was very weird so I've never been, like, a partier Mm -hmm. or anything. Um, In high school, like, yeah, like, maybe I drank, like, a couple times. But I've never been a big drinker, never been a big partier. Um, And I had a serious relationship. I've had two serious relationships before AJ. um, And the one I had a little bit through college. But, like, even... So I tried... I went away to NIU for college Mm -hmm. with my two best friends. Literally the second day I was there, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't be around this environment. I Mm -hmm. hated it. Like, I felt so... I I just felt so alone because, like, the very first night, like, my girlfriends were like, oh, we're going to this party and I went to the party for, like, 10 minutes and I was like, I cannot be here. Like, this is not me. Mm -hmm. I called my mom and I was like, we need to get our money back. I'm not staying here. So I ended up, like, I left college and I went to a community college in Chicago um, and I, like, stayed with my parents. I lived with my parents. So it was just, like, it was very unlike me. Like, I've never... I don't know. And then, like, when... I met AJ, it was like, we didn't really think. And I remember the one time, like, I was like, it's really hard to, like, it. it's like, chances are I won't get pregnant. Like, it's fine. Let's just do it. And I was like, looking back, I'm like, like, what a dumb little, like, 22 year old. Like, it is easy to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I was very lucky. And like, looking back, I felt like so many mixed emotions because I'm like, here I am, this little 22 like, year old who doesn't know shit about mm-hmm. life, like just starting out and, like, people, these families who deserve, like, f- you know, babies, mm-hmm. and they try so hard to get pregnant, and they go through all these issues, I'm like, who am I to, like, fucking get pregnant on, you know, in a week? Yeah. Like, I felt so, I felt, like, happy and lucky that I was able to do that, but I also felt so guilty, because I'm like, I'm not ready for a baby. Like, mm-hmm. who am I to have a baby? I am a baby. <laughs> um. So, it was, like, a lot of mixed emotions going on, but, like, you just kind of have to, like, man up and yeah. do it. But I wasn't, like... Like, I don't know. I just... I guess I was never like that. Like, I was with my parents all the time. Yeah. I was at home watching Netflix by myself. Or, like, I was with AJ. Like, I didn't... Yeah. It was it's, very weird. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's such a stereotype. Yeah. That someone who, like gets knocked up it's like just the type to have like run around and that wasn't you at all like you mm-hmm. want to party or it's not like you're running sleeping around like no. but also i'm curious what your thoughts are like i mean you and aj sounds like you basically fell in love immediately yeah. and was that something that you questioned at all or like be- before having that experience did you believe that could happen um i think
1: i wanted it like I don't know I feel like I you always want that to happen you're always Mm -hmm. like 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 people were always like when you know you know Mm -hmm. and I guess I just never felt that way like all my other my two other serious relationships I always felt like I couldn't 100% be myself I always Mm -hmm. felt like uh, like a little little parts of me were always just trying to like be what the other person wanted me to be and they were just like shitty relationships like My last one, like, he literally was, like, I love you, but, like, I don't want to spend time with you. And I was, like, okay, cool. Like, as long as you love me, that's cool. Like, it's all good. Like, what? Yeah. And then when I met AJ, like, it was so different. Like, he was, like, there was no games. There Mm -hmm. was no, like, when he texts me, I text him back. Mm -hmm. Like, he would make dates. Like, it was so easy. And I was like, this is so weird. Like it's never been this easy before. And so I guess I've always wanted that to happen, but I just never thought it could just based on my experiences. And then when you're going through it, you're just like, Oh, this is what people mean. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just like, you just know. Yeah. Um. So it was just really nice to like have that. And like so many of our friends were like, are you sure you want to do this? Like you want to marry him? Like mm-hmm. you want to like, you know, just be with him. Like you hardly know him. And, his friends tried to, like, talk him out of it, and, like, um, so, like, so many people didn't even think, like, we just had our five-year this past January, and they're like, what the fuck? Like,
0: yeah. how did you guys do that? It's just, like, I don't know. Like, we knew. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm sure there are so many naysayers. I think from the outside perspective, it's hard for people to believe, like, they don't really know because you also hear stories about, you know, people who say, like, they're like, it's love at first sight. You meet mm-hmm. these couples who quote, fall in love, and then, you know, six months later, they hate each other, and it's disaster, and you're like, yeah, because you did it too quickly. Yeah. You did it too quickly, but I don't know. I just think it's something interesting to talk about, because I totally believe that, like, when you know, you know. Like, I think someone could know immediately, like, within, like, one interaction with somebody. Yeah. But I just think it's rare for people, and I think most people aren't actually honest with themselves if it's, like... Just infatuation,
1: yeah. I think there was definitely some of that. Oh well, yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't say I believe in love at first sight because, like, I mean, yeah, like I, I, I have to be physically attracted to the person, mm-hmm. but like. And I'm not a very shallow human because, like, if you heard the people that I'm attracted to, like, celebrity-wise, people are like what? But who, like, John Goodman, Adam Sandler—they're like my oh top. Oh my god! Yeah. I like, guess. I used to write Adam Sandler fan letters. Really? Yeah. Like, I was obsessed with him, <laughs> and like, I love John Goodman. Like, from Roseanne, uh-huh. I think like he's just a gorgeous human. This is so. So AJ's funny. like, well, what do I look like? Yeah. Because like th- this is, and I'm like, no, like I'm just like I really am attracted to, like personalities, mm-hmm. but like I do like I think. AJ's, like, very good-looking, very handsome, and I like the beard and tattoos, Mm -hmm. so, like, that's just my type. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was it was almost like when we met we became best friends like right off the bat mm-hmm. and like we were just so comfortable with each other like we would do i would just act like 100 percent myself and he like he thought i was really funny and just like and i thought the same about him so i feel like we like fell in love and became best friends like all in one mm-hmm. so it was just really nice how it happened and like i've never had that happen to me before um so yeah I just I don't know it just like worked yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: did you ever hear back from uh, his ex-girlfriend
1: like you know we I was just talking about this with Cy like the other night and um it was just very weird how it happened because like they obviously had like mutual friends mm-hmm. so when she heard like you know I was pregnant and mm-hmm. oh, he was shit. getting married um she probably thought there was overlap there yeah which I would too mm-hmm. um but she actually cheated on him, like, the year before. <gasps> Did he know that? He knew. Oh. And he told me. And, like, he was, like, things have not been good between us since then. But he was, he basically was, like, I was just kind of settling. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to, like, get married. And she didn't even want kids. But he knew he wanted kids. But he was, like, okay, that's fine. Like, if you don't want kids, it's cool. I'm, like, that's a huge decision to, like, mm-hmm. be with someone. But, um, so, like, it was a week before... Because after we got married at City Hall, I had Harlan. We waited like a year and a half and we had like basically a reception Mm -hmm. because I still want to wear like a wedding dress and have bridesmaids and like have all the dancing and stuff. So we actually had like a wedding Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: it was like a couple days before that she had left him a voicemail and she was like, can you please call me back? Like we have unfinished business. (laughs) And I was like, what? What does she mean? Like what's she talking about? And he, like, didn't call her back. And I'm, like, why didn't you call her back? Like, I want to know what she Uh had to say, first of all. But, like, also, I'm, like, I totally understand, like, where she's coming from. Like, even if you messed up, I'm, like, I would just want some sort of closure to be, like, was there overlap? Like, did, like, you know... And that's all I would want to know. Yeah. Like, you've moved on, you're living your life, you're getting married, you have a kid, but like I just wanna know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I would definitely have called her back, but he never called her back. So
0: So we never know. We'll mm-hmm. never know. And it like still I'm just like to this day, I'm like, what did she want? What if you saw her around town or something? Has it ever happened? No. No. <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be wow. so awkward. Oh my god. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who finds themselves in that similar Like, that happened. I've never met someone who, like... you know. Um, just be honest, I guess.
1: Yeah. And, like, I guess just follow what you want to do mm-hmm. instead of, like... Because if I had followed other people's opinions, like, who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, I maybe wouldn't be with, like, the man that I'm supposed to be with today mm-hmm. if we listened to what everyone else said. But I just kind of, like... We like stuck together. We made it, just like okay, we're a team. Like we told everyone together, we're in this together. Like no one's like no one's to blame. It's mm-hmm. just like we did this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, now we have to take care of it. And um, so just like
0: yeah, don't listen to other what other people have to say. Yeah, like, that's what's hard. There's so many. Yeah. Outer yeah. opinions and expectations. There definitely was, but we were just kind of like,
1: okay, like I really appreciate you like looking out for me and talking to me and like, you know, giving me your opinion, but like this is what I feel, this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm going to do. So like you you can either support me or mm-hmm. like, and we lost so many friends. Yeah,
0: that's what I want to ask you about. I can't even
1: tell you. Like we were. At like because we were still working like I worked at Equinox up until I was like eight months pregnant yeah and like all our friends like we've maybe we stuck with like two friends mm. like that didn't stop talking to us literally everyone stopped talking to us and I'm like I'm not asking you to have the baby for yeah. me like I'm doing this like yeah. what is how does it affect you yeah. like literally nothing is changing in our friendship and we just lost so many people like people just wanted nothing to do with us and it was the weirdest thing.
0: Isn't that so confusing? Like, I still don't, I don't understand that. That was like, I don't know. Whenever shit gets tough in life and everybody bounces, I'm like, I don't even understand because it's my life that's hard, right? Like, it was your life that was hard. How did that affect them? Yeah, I know. Like, to this day, we're
1: just like, yeah, people just like didn't like want to hang out with us anymore. They stopped talking to us. They would just like pass us by like when we were at work and I was like, what happened? Like. I'm literally not asking you to, like, be the nanny for my new baby. Like, we're just
0: friends. That's so sad. But also, and when stuff like that happens, people take it really hard. And it's hard not to, like, you you know. But also, good to find out now rather than later. Like, if that's the type of friend they are, you don't need them in your life. Yeah, I was really happy that it happened at that time.
1: Because I was like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I know now. And I'm, like, just not your friend anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just, Yeah has
0: anyone who like dipped then later come back in your life and tried to return
1: no no i was like really really close with this one girl we started at equinox together we like went through training together we were like attached at the hip for like months Mm -hmm. and as soon as i told her that i was pregnant she like stopped all communication with me and
0: i don't know why it makes me so annoyed
1: yeah, I was just like, OK, like mm-hmm. and it was so awkward because mm-hmm. like we were still at work together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like she and she got into like this really horrible ski accident where like she was out of work for a really long time. I would visit her like almost like I would visit her like a few times a week. I would bring her magazines. I would mm-hmm. bring her movies. I would hang out with her. And like then when shit went down with me, she just stopped mm-hmm. all communication. I'm like, OK, like that's cool. That shows me the type of person you are. So it was good that I, like, knew, like, okay, like, why would I want these people in my life anyway? Like, all the people who stuck around and Mm -hmm. are still around, like, they're in Harlan's life, like, they're just very supportive, they're still friends, but, like, those people I was like, okay, like, peace. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah.
0: Okay. I might sound super cynical, but I talk about this with a lot of my friends, and I feel like a lot of people are really shitty friends. Yeah. And... I, I don't know. It's weird to me because I meet people like you or, like, my other friends. Like, I, there are people in my life who are really, really good friends. And I look back on all these people I used to be friends with. And I'm like, wow, you guys all suck. suck. Like, people don't know. Like, a lot of people, if their friend was in the hospital, wouldn't even see them. Yeah. And you're, like, visiting multiple times, bringing magazines, and it's little things like that. And I feel like people don't know how to do that anymore. Or they don't care. No. I n- Honestly, I think it has a lot
1: to do with, like social media mm-hmm. because even when like some like people will post about literally anything like mm-hmm. people will be like oh I'm in the hospital look at me in my hospital gown which oh my I'm god just like, I know. Dude, stop yeah but like you know when a family member dies people will post about it and then people will be like sorry for your loss like mm-hmm. they'll fucking comment and I'm just like whatever happened to like actually being exactly like with that person
0: exactly like
1: I like I mean I get you know if I don't talk to that person they're not like in my life like I get it but like that's how I feel like friendships are nowadays Mm -hmm. it's like you text and you comment and like you dm but like whatever happened to just like being in person like with your friend and like being there for them putting your phone down and actually just like being a friend like people just forgot about that or like picking up the phone and calling them Mm -hmm. like people just forget how to be friends because it's so easy to just like like something or comment on something and I'm just like Like big shit is happening And like people just don't know How to like react to it Yeah And it just sucks
0: I totally agree I feel like it cuts It cuts deep When someone who I feel like I'm close to DMs me Rather Mm -hmm. than calls me Yeah Or or even texts me Like That bothers me Like when someone DMs me Instead of Texting me I'm like This feels uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's super weird. But then on the other side of things, actually, I'm curious. Like, when you start doing stuff on social media, um, like, do your friends follow you on social media? Yeah. And follow along.
1: Yeah, my well, I have like I have the same group of girlfriends that I've had since high school. So we've been mm-hmm. friends for like you know eleven or twelve years, and they're. They don't like they don't get it Mm -hmm. but they're very supportive Mm -hmm. and like they'll always be like, What should I do? Like in the gym. I'm at the gym right now. Like, you know, they're just like they don't just don't get it. Yeah. And they don't get social media, which is actually like really nice. Yeah. Because they don't care about it. Mm -hmm. And so they will call me or Mm -hmm. we'll make plans and we'll just like I always see them in person. Mm -hmm. Like, especially like the same, like, you know, three people. I'm like, I make sure like, I see them, you know, a couple times a month. Like, I want to be with them. Yeah. And so they do. Like, they follow me. But, like, I'm sure sometimes, like, maybe they get annoyed. But, like, they would tell me. Like, they're yeah. very open with me. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, why did you just say that? Yeah. And just, like, because, like, you don't understand what I'm trying to do. You yeah. know? It's just, like, we're on a different level. Um, Yeah. They're re- They're really supportive. Um, Yeah. I feel like I have, like, a good group of people but like the older i've gotten even though i'm like only 27 i just feel like i've been through a lot of like stuff Mm -hmm. like really quickly and you just realize the type of people that you want in your life yeah and so it makes it easier to like want to hold those people close and Mm -hmm. like i've realized like i don't need a bunch of people like i just need like a few really really close people that i could actually have like real conversations with Mm -hmm. and not just like surface level but like that's just like it's so it's like very freeing to know that like Mm -hmm. I know my people and I like take good care of them. Like I make sure like they know that I love them. They know that I want to see them. They know that I make time for them. I feel like that's really all that you need are like a few people
0: Yeah, or like one person. No, I totally agree. And I think that's also why so many people now are just unhappy because Mm -hmm. people don't realize that. And they're just trying to get more followers on Instagram, more friends on Facebook. And I'm like, never was I more lonely in my life than when I, was had that mindset, yeah, and I don't know. It's also like business. Like people think if they get more followers, they'll make more money. And Which I'm like, not it's true, not true at all. At all. <laughs> Some of the richest people I know have a really small following because they have quality followers. Yeah,
1: you like build a connection with like even if it's like three or four people. Yeah, you still have that connection, yeah. and then they have people, and mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I've heard a lot of you know. I'm a part of like a lot of different groups on Facebook or whatever. And now, a lot of girls are being, like, I guess, vulnerable, which, like, I hate when people are, like, I'm about to be super vulnerable right now. I'm just, like, just be fucking vulnerable. Yeah. Don't say that you're being vulnerable. But
0: I agree. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's what they're, like, they'll people preface everything. People want to be a champion for being vulnerable. And I think it's also it's also different for people like us who are so straightforward, and I feel like our default it's just like vulnerable so why wouldn't you yeah i'm like this doesn't seem vulnerable to
1: me it's just like it's just being an honest person (laughs) yeah so i'm just like okay well i hate when people preface stuff like that but like even people you know they're like i have you know 30,000 Instagram followers And I'm broke Mm -hmm. And like they're actually Being super honest about Mm -hmm. it So I'm like That's cool that you're being honest And like Actually telling people Like this is the truth Like this Mm -hmm. is real life Doesn't matter how many Freaking followers you have If you build like Quality connection Especially if you're running A business from social media If you build like A connection with those Couple people Those few people Like You don't need a shit ton of followers. Like you can do really well for yourself.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's like people say comments, kind of. How we're talking about money before. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it doesn't matter because you don't have to pay for anything. Like, are you serious? Like, yeah, some brands send me stuff, but usually they don't send me things that I actually want. Like, I pay for everything you know like recently what was it it was butcher box everyone's like well you don't have to pay for butcher box i'm like (laughs) butcher box has never sent me (laughs) anything for free actually like i pay for all my butcher box like i pay for everything like i just prioritize and people just assume that if you have x amount of followers then you get everything for free and that's not true some people for some people maybe it is but you know i know lots of people who have hundreds of thousands of followers who'll put up an affiliate code and no one will buy it yeah yeah, for sure. Because it's kind of that bystander effect. Everyone thinks, well, everyone else is Someone doing else that. is going to do it, so yeah. why do I have to do it? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. half the people who have that big following, half their following is a, a robot, so... Yeah, I heard that they were... Weren't they, like, kind of cracking down on yeah. all of that yeah. now? Which
1: I feel like it's going to be... I mean, I like that they're doing that because I feel, but I feel like so many people are going to be like, what the fuck happened to my followers? Like, yeah,
0: well, I think the thing is, it's like, I think they're catching it as it's happening now. But anybody who got in early on, yeah, they're just, you know, and that's how a lot of these super big accounts, people are like, I don't get how they grew. Well, I'll tell you how they grew because they grew before Instagram was cracking down. Half of them bought their followings. And then they already had their following by the time anyone started paying attention. Yeah. So it's it was really about getting in at the right time. And mm-hmm. then and then I get... This relates really back to what we were saying before about how I get pissed when people are trying to give advice to other people about how to grow their following. I'm like, how can you give advice yeah. when you grew your following off of first paying for it and then you just kind of like let it ride out? You were in at the right time. Yeah, that's like huge. Like, you didn't have to hustle to actually build it.
1: Yeah. No, I know. That's huge. And like... I mean, so many of... Like, I was just talking with AJ last night. Like, what happens when, like, Instagram is not around anymore? Yeah. Like, this is such a phase. Mm -hmm. And, like, and it's it's very popular right now, like, no doubt. But, like, half of these Instagram celebrities that are just literally... They just are making money from posting Mm -hmm. on Instagram. But, like, they don't have any skills. Mm -hmm. Like, they have nothing to offer. They don't give anything. Mm -hmm. They give no value. Like what's gonna happen like they make fucking smoothie bowls and they have an ebook of smoothie bowls yeah. and like they make them look really pretty and they get sent a bunch of free and shit they fuck up everyone's digestion <laughs> <Congrats>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like oh I have um PCOS but here's my sixth soul cycle class of the week yeah and I'm just like what are you talking about like no I know um but like what's gonna happen to them like what are you gonna do when Instagram is not around anymore well, and people screwed. are on to the next big thing
0: yeah they're screwed your, your followers, followers don't care yeah and honestly that's why i'm like i really want i want instagram to die like yeah. i'm sorry i just want it to die because then i feel like people who actually have value will get rise. like the recognition yeah. that they deserve. and then they everyone else like sorry fuck you like you don't have any real skills bye like, yeah you know and i think and that's what's funny is i know a lot of these people are scared i'm like yeah you should be yeah you honestly should be like, because then everybody who has been working hard will get what they deserve, and the people who haven't, sorry, like, this is the real world. <laughs> I mean, I'd be scared, too. I'm like, what, like, what
1: skill do I have? Yeah. What can I do after Instagram is done? Like, that's such a silly thing to think. I know. But, I mean, it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. So, I don't Well, know. it's just
0: dumb how you've, like, built our lives around this platform. I don't know. It's, and also, I'm like, if all these people who are blogging on Instagram, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what, like, what's going to happen if that app just dies? Yeah. Like, you need to put it somewhere where it's not going to go away. Yeah. Like, at least c- copy it and put it in a Word document so you can post it somewhere else later, Yeah. you know? I know. Like, I don't know, but you know what I want to talk to you about, because you're, like, the perfect person, is, uh, like, the fitness stuff, mm-hmm. because I talk a lot about the food stuff. That's more yeah. in my area. I'm not a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um I want to talk to you about, like, shit you see on social media regarding fitness that is kind of BS. Yeah,
1: I mean, basically, like, 90% of stuff that you see on social media. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I just feel like... I feel like it's very overly saturated mm-hmm. and that's in part to like a lot of these people got in when it was like brand new mm-hmm. and they built up their following that way. But I, like I was telling you earlier, like everyone in their mom has like a freaking workout ebook yeah. out, and they don't really like give any value. It's just like, Oh, look at me. I'm super skinny. I'm a cute little blonde girl and do some burpees and squat jumps and yeah. like just, burn a lot of calories and that's your workout like here's the ebook for it and like people buy into it because literally it's so surface level they're just like oh this person looks really good i want to look like that i'm gonna buy their ebook and i'm just like you don't know, like, this, this person probably has no other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't, they probably live with their parents. They don't have, like, stress of, like, real life. Yeah. Like, they just freaking got on Instagram and started shooting their workouts and, yeah. like, thought that they were an expert. Yeah. Like, they have no skill in it. They have no training. They have no background. And I just think, I mean, it just, like, pisses me off. But it's also, like, I mean, I can talk about it, and I'm not going to, like, call anyone out, but, like, you talk about it, you hope that you're... You know informing people to make a good informed decision when they're like looking at Instagram or following certain people or listening to people's advice but I feel like no one talks about like bio-individuality anymore like people are just like oh this this is what i do you should do that mm-hmm. and it's just like no like cuz my life is not your life i like maybe i have kids and you don't maybe i have a really horrible job that sucks life out of me and maybe you love what you do every single day like everyone is so different and people don't think about that they just look at how people look mm-hmm. and how nice their pictures are and i'm just like it doesn't make sense to me like yeah. it's so bizarre and like we put people up on this pedestal which i i'm just like why Like and so many of these bloggers that like I see, they have just so many resources at their fingertips because they've come from money Mm -hmm. and they're like, you know, maybe they're going through like a chronic illness where they can like be attached to an IV every single day and have people come over to their house and IV them and have like just all these like and I'm like the normal everyday person like they just can't do that. They can't afford to do that. They don't have the time to do that. Like I'd rather give value to like that everyone can use Mm -hmm. and like just i don't know like that stuff pisses me off i'm just like that's not real life yeah like you don't come from real life like you don't know how it is in the real world
0: yeah and people are comparing themselves to these people who all they do all day is work out yeah i'm like <laughs> like <that's laughs> you know, what they do. yeah it's all you're doing all day yeah, yeah. i'm sure if any one of us like the only thing we had to do on our to-do list was work out would probably look a lot better yeah um well, that's debatable what better is. But you know, and it goes back to what you were saying, how there's all these unqualified people just making an ebook of what their workouts are. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna work for you probably because half of the reason why people look that way is just because they're genetics. Yeah. Like yeah. or they're putting out ebooks that are not what they're actually doing. They're yeah. lying about it anyways. Yeah. When they're in the gym for like three hours yeah. barely
1: eating, mm-hmm. doing like multiple cardio classes and soul cycle and all this stuff, and they're like, Twenty minutes two times a week is all you need. Yeah. And this is my I'm ebook. Like, no. And I'm just like, No. Like you didn't like you don't look like that. You're yeah. not like ninety pounds from like working out for twenty minutes like yeah. two times a week and not eating. Like they just like you don't see the full story behind every everything, mm-hmm. which is like like i just don't get why people aren't like open and i guess just like honest in the first place and like people just think it's a huge deal when someone is like how we were talking about like vulnerability yeah like why is it a big deal like isn't that the type of person you're supposed to be anyway like just open and honest
0: exactly like why do you want to be around someone who's usually not vulnerable slash honest yeah it shouldn't be like
1: a different new like crazy thing Mm -hmm. it should just be like Oh, like, yeah, they're just being, like, themselves. And people just aren't themselves anymore.
0: I know. That's people are, like, you know, I share a lot about, like, my health history and stuff. Mm-hmm. like, I can't believe you put all that out there. I'm like, why? 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 It's my life. La- like, it's what happened to me. Yeah. Like, I don't really get why it's a secret. Like, yeah. all this stuff is so taboo. I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, it's scary, like, to put yourself out yeah. there. But, like, if you're going
1: to do it, just do it. Yeah,
0: like, I- exactly. Or
1: don't. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> cool. Like, if you're not that type of person. Yeah.
0: But but what pisses me off is like I don't think everybody needs to share everything. Like everyone's entitled to their life and privacy and especially with social media. It's scary to have everyone up in your business. Trust me, it's not easy to have everyone's opinion on everything you're doing. But where I have a problem is when people are lying. Like there's one it's one thing to not share something that's going on with your life because you want to keep it private or personal. That's fine. But don't lie. Yeah. And say something else is going on or, like, say everything's good and dandy when it's not. Yeah. That is where I, I have a problem. Yeah. Um, but, sorry, kind of off topic. But I want to talk more about the fitness stuff because this is where I want you to, like, help people understand. So the bio and indiv- individuality with fitness thing is super interesting. And I feel mm-hmm. like no one talks about that. Like we talk a lot about bio individuality in terms of food and nutrition. Health, yeah. And I think people are still slow to the role on that. Like they're still not understanding that, which you know, you would be so better off if you, if you did. Yeah. But in fitness, I feel like no one talks about that at all. So like, can you explain like how that makes a difference for someone's exercise routine?
1: Yeah, I mean, using myself as yeah. an example, because before, like, when I had just started at Equinox, I mean, I, I'm i guilty of that, too. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, just make someone sweat and burn a lot of calories. Like, literally anyone could do that. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone can make you do, you know, burpees or run you through, like, a CrossFit-type workout where you're just, like, literally killing yourself for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and you sweat and, yeah, you'll burn calories and whatever, but it still doesn't make it a good workout. But, like, for me... I was like following that I was like the more intense, the better. And like no days off and, you know, go like, you know, asleep when I die. (laughs) Yeah. Like, which is (laughs) totally not what I'm doing now. But like, I was guilty of that before as well. And it just like fucked my body. Like I was in the worst shape. I mean, well, when I was training for the marathon, I was in the worst shape of my life. Um, And I was like, oh, I'm going to get so skinny. I'm training for the marathon. And I had, like, the worst acne. I was so puffy all the time. I was, like, probably 15 pounds heavier than I am now. Mm -hmm. And I work out for, like, a third of the time now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a lot of women, or, yeah, I mean, women in particular, just because that's who, like, I work with and who I see a lot of, they have so many, like, underlying health issues. Um, and so many people are just like overstressed and overworked and they just think that adding on, you know, more and more mm-hmm. is better. And, and in terms of workouts and just like life commitments in general, like we just like to say yes to everything and yeah. we just think more is better. Um, so like a lot of, of the women who come into our program, they're just like, you know, I I'm following all this advice. I my doctor told me to eat 1,200 calories, and I'm staying away from fats. And gotta I don't, listen to that doctor. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really eat like I'm like I stay away from carbs because mm-hmm. like carbs are bad. Mm-hmm. And you know I do you know CrossFit or I do Orange Theory and I do sh- uh, like shred you know six days a week and I haven't lost any weight or I've gained you know seven pounds mm-hmm. in last month and I don't know what the problem is. I'm just like. Well, like let's take a step back. Like let's look at like the f- whole entire picture. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes it's not always like okay, let's do more and eat less. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes the total opposite. Mm-hmm. So like depending on that person, like you have to look at everything. Like their lifestyle. Do they have kids? Do they have autoimmune issues? Do they are they like overstressed? Do they hate their job? How's their relationship with their partner? Mm-hmm. Or are they really lonely and they want a partner and that's really stressful for them? Mm-hmm. Like you have to like look into their life and kind of design a workout program or like their fitness kind of revolve around that Mm -hmm. so like a lot of the times when I'd be super stressed I would add in more workouts because I'm like oh my workouts like make me less stressed Mm -hmm. but now I'm like if I'm really stressed or I'm going through a really stressful time like I just went through a really stressful time with like me and my husband and things just like weren't good for a while Mm -hmm. and I like had to stop like working out as much because I was like that's just I would just get so inflamed Mm -hmm. and puffy and bloated and I'd feel like shit so that's, I feel like people have to look more at their lifestyle and what's going on inside and just like people don't look at the whole picture anymore. So just like getting really specific and taking track of like what certain workouts feel like. Cause sometimes like, yeah, people can do hit workouts five days a week and feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because their life is just like, they love what they do. They're not stressed. They're just, you know, their health is really good. Um, but like for someone like me, if I tried to do that, I'd feel like shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to, it's not, I hate cookie cutter plans. I hate cookie cutter workouts. Um, and I, but I do think everyone can benefit from resistance training. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to do something and you're very unsure, I'm like, then just go lift some weights, Mm -hmm. like do some squats, do some deadlifts, do some bench presses. And you're good. Like, Mm -hmm. don't add anything else until like maybe you've kind of dived in. Maybe if you work with someone and they can kind of guide you with like your fitness routine. But I think I do think that everyone can benefit from like lifting some some weights Mm -hmm. or like even starting with some resistance bands workouts. But people always just think more is better. And like they need all this equipment or they need a gym membership or they need like these fancy boutique workout classes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just stick to the basics. Yeah, you're good few days a week make sure you're sleeping enough make sure you're eating enough and get some sunlight and like you'll feel better like do that for a little bit and stick to something Mm -hmm. people are program hoppers like people will just be like okay i finished this ebook for 21 days now i'm gonna go buy this ebook and they're like they're totally different workouts Mm -hmm. and people are like why am i not seeing results and i'm like because you're not sticking with anything for long enough to see results Mm -hmm. like 21 days like is not anything like stick with something for like six weeks yeah, and chat tra- like or see how, yeah, yeah or longer and see how your body responds mm-hmm. like people are just so they just always want the
0: next best thing mm-hmm. and like that's just not always the right thing to do yeah also I feel like I see so many guys are like 21 days and it's just like a different workout like a random different workout every day and every there's day. no progression and it's usually like burpees and jump squats yeah and uh, talk about okay I want to know like your thoughts on cardio and like yeah, and cardio based. How do I wear this? Like thing like jump squats and burpees or like classes like like, Orange Theory. Like your thoughts and philosophies around that because this is the thing. So I think we all recognize like like nutrition, bio individuality is important and everyone's yeah. different. And that's what you know you're explaining now with fitness but like nutrition there are some things that everybody across the board could do well with yeah. or avoid yeah. you know like i don't care who you are sugar isn't enhancing your health yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah. stuff like that um and i think it's probably the same with fitness i would yeah. say um so let's talk more about kind of like that you know S- like after Recognizing that bioindividuality is real. Yeah. But like in general, if you're talking to let's say we're talking to what you would imagine as the average American woman who I would say is probably moderately stressed. Yes. Probably relatively busy. <laughs> yeah. Um always saying yes to yeah, everything. Wanting to look good. Yeah. And feel good. Recommendations there, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, I so I really love do you know who Ben Bruno is? No. He, well, he's the trainer to like Kate Upton and like all these other like celebrities, but he's like really the only trainer online on the Instagram world that Mm -hmm. I follow. And I like really love his advice. So he like, because people are always like, dude, like, what do you recommend for this and this? And it's always like, and he's like, I literally have the same answer for everyone, like women and men like prioritize strength training, Mm -hmm. resistance training two to four days a week Mm -hmm. like whatever your schedule allows for if you can do 20 minutes do 20 minutes if you can do you know 40 minutes do 40 minutes Mm -hmm. stick to the basic exercises squats deadlifts like and if you're just starting out maybe you'll start with like some dumbbells and resistance bands move your way up to like machines barbells if you have access Mm -hmm. to them but like stick to the basics and then like he always says use cardio as like a side dish Mm -hmm. so like strength training is like your main entree Mm -hmm. and cardio is like a little side dish that like maybe if you have time for it, you can sprinkle some in. Mm -hmm. So like for car, if like, that's like the last thing that I, like tell my clients to do is like cardio Um, unless they really love it Mm -hmm. then I'm like okay if you want to do cardio you can do cardio but I'm like I would prioritize strength training a few days a week like at least two to three days a week walking like Mm -hmm. getting outside and just walking Yeah. like people seriously underestimate walking like I yeah like I love walking and it could seriously like add up to like really huge changes in body composition because most people they don't walk Mm -hmm. like they'll walk from their car to the store but like People are, like, averaging, like, what, 4,000 steps a day? Yeah, that's scary. And that's really scary. So I'm, like, start walking more. Like, Mm -hmm. walk whenever you can. Get in a few, like, 15-minute walks a day. Mm -hmm. Like, prioritize that stuff. And, like, in the next few weeks, if you want to take it up a notch, add in, you know, 15 minutes of some sprints. Mm -hmm. If you can, if, like, you know, your body, like, lets you do sprints. But, like, you know, something like that. You don't need... I I wouldn't recommend like an Orange Theory or like in Chicago we have Shred. Yeah. Um. And like like th- that's literally 60 minutes of straight up cardio. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they use like half hour of it as weights. Yeah. It's still cardio.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So just for the, the average woman who's like I want to look good, I want to get fit, I want to feel good. What should I do? I'm like prioritize your strength training. Um. Stick to the basic exercises. You don't need Bosu balls. You don't need all this like junk equipment yeah. that is just like. It's just, like, toys. Yeah. Um, and, like, if you have time and if you want to, add in 15 to 20 minutes of some, like, intervals. Mm-hmm. And, like, with, like, the squat jumps and all the burpees and stuff, I think that those things can come in handy. Especially if, like, you're working out at home or whatever. But I don't think the majority of people don't perform them correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, burpees, for someone who doesn't know how to perform a burpee... Like, they're dangerous. Yeah. Like, that's stupid.
0: I know. I see so many people, at, like, CrossFit people. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like you're going to break your back. Even pull-ups. And, like, <laughs> oh, we were yeah. walking the other
1: day, like, down a street. And we, like, saw these people working out in a gym. And this part, like, they were doing push-ups. Like, mm-hmm. horrible. And I'm like, you should master, like, the basic movements mm-hmm. first. And then once you get that, then, like, yeah, do a squat jump. But, like, half the girls out there don't perform squat jumps correctly anyways. They're not performing push-ups or pull-ups correctly and then they're like what else can I do Mm -hmm. like what else can I add and I'm like no like get really good at that yeah and then add in some more if you want to or like master your technique first and Mm -hmm. then it added more but like I think those things are good like yeah they'll burn calories they'll make you sweat but like do them correctly Mm -hmm. like learn how to do them first yeah and then add them in
0: what are your thoughts? So are you like a full, do you like full body workouts? Or do you like to split it out more? What, what do you think? Well, what it do depends. You like?
1: um, I myself, I do like full body workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, And that I just feel like that is what works for me. And it also works with like the time that I have mm-hmm. because and before it was different. I would have like leg day, like upper body mm-hmm. day, blah, 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 because I had more time. But now like. I mean, I work from home and I want to be with my kids a lot more Mm -hmm. and I just feel like doing like knocking out a full body workout is just really beneficial for me. So I kind of alternate between like push press and like Mm -hmm. upper body, lower body. Um, And that works really well for my body. But so I would say if you're short on time or if you work out maybe like two to three days a week and that's like what you have. Um, I would recommend full body. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have more time than if you want to split it up mm-hmm. into, you know, leg day, chest day, back day, I mean, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find it benefits me more if I do full body.
0: You think that what if someone has the time and they just want to do what gets the best results? What do you think gets the best results for people? I mean,
1: from what I've seen and like what I do with people, I would say like, I would say full body mm-hmm. like all because the way that I do it like I said like the mm-hmm. push press and alternating that's just what I've seen like the people make I've seen just the better results that way um, wait so
0: do you mean okay wait, wait, you said full body but then you do push press you mean like within the workout yeah oh yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay because I'm thinking because I know you'll do like a push day like or a, a push, push and then yeah. a pull day like, yeah so like no, four days like, a week I would do
1: it within oh, okay yeah like that's how I work mm-hmm. out Um, and that's like how, I mean, again, like that's how I've seen the best results. And like when we train people like that in the, in our small group classes, Mm -hmm. that's how we do it as well. Cause most women are coming maybe two or three days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, even though we offer classes six days a week, people in their time, like it's a lot of busy moms they're working moms. They like Mm -hmm. come after they drop their kids off so they can only do, you know, they're there two or three days a week. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if they came on like a leg day and then they like, they're like, oh, well I didn't like. I didn't work out my upper body at all this week because I could only come on this day. So just for them, it works better with the full body. Um, And Again, sticking to the basic
0: movements. But um, yeah, I guess that's what I would recommend. You think... Like, But but, I guess my question is, what if somebody could go every single day? Would you still have them doing full body? Not every single day. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. So what would you have them doing? Like, if they had all the time, like, I have the time. What's going to get me the best results? If someone was just going for results versus fitting it, you know what I mean? I would... I still don't like the idea of, like, a
1: chest day, Mm -hmm. back day, like, leg day. Mm -hmm. Like, just, it's so separate. Mm -hmm. I would think I would split it up into upper, lower. You would? Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, it's, like bicep and back because mm-hmm. it's like mainly I feel like a lot of those are like accessory yeah. movements too so like yeah like bicep curls are cool to do <laughs> maybe if you're like doing it as a finisher at the end of your workout and yeah. you have some extra time like yeah. do some bicep curls but like really like it's like the rows the push-ups the pull-ups uh-huh. like you're working pretty much everything so I guess I would do like lower body mm-hmm. so you can fit a bunch of stuff in and then upper body and that's yeah. how I would split it up but I wouldn't really do like Today's yeah, boot day. Today's like calf day. It's Like <laughs> that's so stupid. I know. It's like work that stuff in at the end. Yeah,
0: like. yeah, exactly. Okay, what about your opinion on like circuit, superset, straight sets? Um,
1: I like circuit for when like you're doing a more of like a hit cardio mm-hmm. workout sort of thing. Um, so I like the circuits that way, and I. Like, I guess, like, I I don't know. I'm, like, old school. I don't really do... I guess I do supersets sometimes. Um, But, like, most of the time, I'll just, like, go in and I'll do, like... I don't know. Like, my rep range is pretty much, like, 10 to 15. Mm -hmm. Just, like, super heavy. And I'll do, you know, three exercises. I'll do, like, you know, four sets of 15. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like, old school like that. Like, that's just how I like to work out. And I'll, like, again, do, like, the alternating. Um, But I also feel like people will stick to what they like. Mm -hmm. So if you really like doing circuit workouts, like, just pick, you know, because most, like, circuit workouts that you see are, like, burpees, squat jumps, like, stuff like that. So if you're going to do a circuit workout, but you still want, like, results and you want to learn how to, like, strength train, I would still, like, use, like, squats and push-ups and Mm -hmm. pull-ups, and maybe you don't have to, like... It's not like an am ramp or anything. Mm -hmm. Just like do like, you know, stick to like, stick to a program, follow a program, follow it precisely. You don't always need to kill yourself in the gym for like a good workout. And I always tell people like train, like Mm -hmm. don't work out, just like train. Like Mm -hmm. not every, and not every day is going to be your best day. You're not going to PR every day, but like you're training for something, you Mm know, um, you're like, you're trying to master a, a technique. So, but again, like if you hate, if you hate supersets, the odds are like they're, you're going to show up at the gym and do them. You're not going to yeah. so, like, if you hate circuit training, like the odds are like, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Cause I hate what I'm doing. Like I was doing barbell back squats for the longest time because I was like, everyone does barbell back squats. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you do. And I like hate them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why the fuck am I doing these? Yeah. Like I hate them. Mm-hmm. So like, there's so many other variations of things that you can do. Like you can do goblet squats, you can do front squats. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things you can do. I'm like, why am I doing something that I hate? So again, like if you're doing something that you hate, the chances of, are you actually getting a workout in are very low because yeah. you hate what you're doing. So I'm like, Fine, what you like stick to it, but like, make sure it involves weights.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: that would be my advice. Yeah.
0: I think that's good advice. The other thing, well, I mean, yeah, I think resistance training is key. Weights are helpful, but like, do you think that people need to be lifting really heavy to be seeing results? Um, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. I
1: think that's another, that's another like hot topic that people talk about. They're like, High like higher reps Mm -hmm. and lower weight or like lower reps and heavier Mm -hmm. weight. And I think getting a mix of both could Mm -hmm. be really beneficial. I think some days um, you are maybe trying to get a PR and Mm -hmm. you're working on really heavy deadlifts and like you're trying to get to your one rep max. And then, you know, another training day, it could be maybe more band work. Mm -hmm. And I just think a really good mix of both Mm -hmm. is – really good and should be kind of programmed into whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, like, I mean, a lot of people don't like lifting really heavy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, then like stick in like the 15 rep range. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, the, the, like the ending, you know, I always try to tell people like if you're doing 15 reps, like the last few should be hard to get out. And if you can't do that, then like, you know, maybe lower your weights a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I do a mix of both. And I think that like, that's really beneficial for me. But, yeah, I mean, if you if you hate lifting super yeah. heavy, then, like, just don't do it.
0: Do you have tips on people who, like, work out from home or, like, don't have access to heavy weights but still want to keep progressing? Um,
1: And they work out from home?
0: Yeah. I mean, invest in equipment. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel
1: like you can start out, like, body weight is perfect. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, with the push-ups and, like, there's tons of stuff that you can do with just your body weight. But, like, invest in, like bands are amazing like mm-hmm. even like the little like you know booty bands or whatever that's what i call them mm-hmm. i don't know what are actually called um resistance bands like they're like 20 bucks for like yeah. some resistance bands on amazon like trx mm-hmm. a bullet bar like slowly just start like as you start progressing and like you still don't want to go to the gym for whatever reason like there's tons of things that you can still do mm-hmm. to keep progressing um just like even like different angles of like, a, like if you're using a TRX, like some people might start out really high doing rows, mm-hmm. and as you keep progressing, you get lower and lower. Yeah. And like that's another way to progress. Or just like adding on, like if you do bodyweight lunges or squats, like pick up a kettlebell and start doing goblet squats mm-hmm. if you're getting really good. Um, but I think investing in just like some good, like not cheap equipment, but like you don't have to have a fucking landmine in your house yeah. to like get a good workout. You don't have to have a squat rack. Yeah. Like you can still get a really good workout in mm-hmm. just from home.
0: I think resistance bands are seriously underrated. And they I are. really didn't, I really didn't use them until I started doing, until I started doing the map stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just, cause I have like adjustable dumbbells that I use yeah. at home and I always use those. And then I got resistance bands for maps and like, I know they're technically less weight, you know, cause it kind of, they correspond yeah. to different weights, but I, I was like, I'm getting such a better workout than I did even with my heavier dumbbells yeah. right now. Like, and there's so much you can do with those. So much. I know. Like, I think that those are seriously underrated and now I'm they like, are. they make me so sore.
1: I know. Like I just threw the bag into like my, like when we're here, they're just like in my hotel room and it's just so easy to do mm-hmm. and then like those are adjustable too so like they come with like you know the yellow super easy greens easy and mm-hmm. then as you progress you like use the blue and then use the black so those are really easy to use like when you're progressing at home um and then i also have like it has like the hand straps mm-hmm. but then it also has like the ankle straps so like you can adjust them i need those to like go on near, so you can do like yeah. some booty work with them which is like really hard and like yeah. it makes you burn um but yeah those are super underrated too like mm-hmm. peop- and like what like i don't know i like bands and stuff but i hate when like these women do like the bar classes and they're like with the three pounders and oh it's my like,
0: god you're
1: doing a hundred reps yeah just like
0: i wanted to ask you like that. what are you doing yeah,
1: yeah. I, uh. I, I mean i don't like that like even in like some like i hate Spinning classes. Like, I I don't mm-hmm. not a huge like soul cycle person. I'll go if like the instructor is really good, but like I'm not I don't do like spin classes. Mm-hmm. But like when I've tried them in the past at the end of like the workout, they're like, okay, grab your weights. We're gonna do like oh and I'm just my, like, what am I doing? Like <laughs> just like I don't understand this. And like women won't lift above like five pounds. And I'm just like, like, people still think they're gonna get bulky. And I'm like, like it's 2018. Like yeah. Don't you
0: know by now that you're not gonna get bulky? I went to one bar class and it was like free. Like they wanted me to review it, and I was like, I'll try it. Why not? And I go, she's like, so you need two sets of weights. Um, and so I go and grab my weight. She's like, She's like, No, no, no. Mm. You're gonna want something lighter than that. I'm like, No, 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 I'm not. (laughs) And and she's like, no, trust me. Like, she's like, people always think they're gonna do heavier and you're gonna want just like the two pounds. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I was like, sh- maybe she's right. Yeah. I've never done this before. And so I grabbed them and I'm looking around. I'm like, this is a fucking joke. Yeah. I was like, I can do a million of these right now. Like, I- yeah, it yeah. kills me.
1: I think also people like, they they think women and men's workouts have to be so different mm-hmm. when like, they don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Like, bar classes are like, oh, it's like a women's workout. And like, like we can still be in the gym mm-hmm. lifting alongside men and mm-hmm. like doing the same like, there's not, like, different exercises yeah. that only men can do. Yeah. Like, we can still squat. Like
0: I totally agree. I think where people... This is the thing. It's, like, I think that women are more stressed out than men. Yeah. Like, so, there are times when I, a lot of women will do better with, I guess, lighter workouts. But that's not because they're a woman. I think it's because they're more stressed out. That's a good like, point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know for me... And it took me a long time to realize this. When I'm really stressed out or not getting enough sleep, if I continue to, like... Like, I need to... I'll move to bodyweight workouts instead of using my my weights, you know, or, like, just lighter stuff. Or I get really inflamed, my 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 whole body. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm doing more... I hate this term, but it, it could does get across the point. Feminine workouts, like lighter stuff. Like, that's I just feel like deload. Like you need yeah, a deload Yeah, basically. Week. Yeah, like I'm like, I just need to do some basic body weight stuff. Maybe some more Pilates style situation. Yeah. But it's not because I'm a woman. It's because I'm just stressed out. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> you know? I,
1: yeah, I totally so, agree. For me, I'm just like, I need like a rest week. Yeah, I need a deload week. And like, I'll literally just do band or body weight workouts mm-hmm. and maybe i do it for like less time mm-hmm. if i'm going through like a really stressful time but like i've tried before to keep up in like a really stressful time in my life i've tried to keep up with the heavy weight lifting and my body like hates me like i'm i'm like i gain weight i get so inflamed i wake up just like puffy like yeah. my face gets super red all the time like it's just horrible mm-hmm. so even before like I don't know, like a lot of people, if they're like doing like a photo shoot or whatever, they'll do like they'll like amp up their workouts and they'll do like a ton of like heavy weight lifting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I like tone that down if I'm like gonna be in f- pictures because I'll look like so heavy and just like puffy. Yeah. But if like I just do like body weight or band, like I'll I'll look normal, like I'll mm-hmm. look fine. So yeah, a lot of people don't really like realize that.
0: Yeah, I think it's good to point out. The other thing I want to talk about because you'd be good to <laughs> speak to this is this whole idea that a workout doesn't count unless it's an hour oh my god
1: <laughs> I'm like then I never work out yeah I'm like I'm <laughs> nev-
0: I never I so like I mean how long do you say it typically takes you to do a workout I probably like no
1: workout of mine lasts longer than I would say 40 minutes
0: okay and does that include usually 30 include a, a warm-up I don't really warm up. You don't warm up? Um, yeah, I no. <laughs> like me either. <laughs> no, I
1: don't warm up. You, I mean, the majority of the time, my workouts are 30 minutes, mm-hmm. like, in and out. I mean, I could be better about, like, warming up and maybe stretching and mm-hmm. foam rolling a little bit afterwards, um, but I just don't. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 95% of the time, my workouts are 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, going – I mean, I, I don't really, like – take a lot of rest I mm-hmm. guess so I'm just kind of like getting it done um but a lot of the times like if I work out with AJ we get like usually when I work out with him, I lift a little bit heavier just because I have someone there to like yeah. spot me and, and you whatever. Take more rest. Yeah, yeah, and I take more rest, so like maybe it takes forty minutes, mm-hmm. but I n- I'm like never in the gym longer. Yeah, and even when I do cardio, I'm I like when I do cardio, I'm just doing cardio that day. Like I don't do weightlifting cardio; mm-hmm. it just doesn't work for my body. Um, so even when I go to the gym and I'm like I'm only doing some like hit. I'm not there longer than 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how my body yeah. responds. Yeah. If
0: one more person tells me they're going to a 60-minute hit class, that's I'm, not hit. I'm gonna hit them. <laughs> like I'm like <laughs> so that's
1: not hit. You don't yeah. like that's not what it, it means. the
0: purpose. <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. should be
1: like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And like you're good. Like you shouldn't be able to go for 60 minutes if it's actual
0: hit. I know. It's like Tabata. I'm like if you're doing real Tabata, like you can't you last can't. longer than four minutes. Like, exactly. You're, yeah. You're wrecked. Like you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I know. People. Uh, But I'm glad you bring that up and I just want to, because I see this on social media all the time and I know it's making people feel bad because I'll see people say, you know, I couldn't get a regular workout. It's okay. Just do what you can. You know, I only got 30 minutes and I'm like, girl, like that is my my full workout. Yeah. yeah. Like that is my, (laughs) yeah. Like Like 30, 40. Yeah. That's what I do. Unless it's like taking super long rests, and maybe it'll take me longer, but that's when I, am you know.
1: time. But I get that. Like I used to be like that too. Mm -hmm. Like if I wasn't in the gym and if I didn't feel like dead Mm -hmm. at the end of my workout, I'm like, oh my God, that sucked. What, like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. But now I'm like,
0: yeah, I just like. So how should you feel after a workout? Like I
1: think if a workout, I think, you know, like if you work out and you just feel like defeated and dead and like really low energy, Mm -hmm. it's like you're doing too much. I think a workout should leave you with more energy. Mm -hmm. Like you should feel like. Alive and just energetic, and like able to like, go on with the rest of your day and not be like not able to walk. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, like if you're just starting, like you're gonna, you know, be, weightlifting, you're yeah. gonna be sore. Mm-hmm. Like, your legs might be a little bit sore. You might walk like a little wobbly. But like, if you've been like training for a couple years or, you know, a couple months even, and if like you literally are just like your entire body aches every single time you work out, like you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Like, your body is not going to ever like. Your body repairs itself like when you're resting, when you're sleeping, when you're like eating enough food to actually fuel your workouts. And if you just keep like bombarding it with like all this training, it never has time to repair and feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's what people are kind of like missing. They're like, if I just go, go, go. But then they're like, why am I not getting results? Like, well, you're not giving your body enough time to, like, repair itself yeah. and, like, actually rest and, like, have your muscle, like, your muscles are broken down in the gym. Yeah. But, like, when you're resting and repairing, like, that's when they actually, like, get bigger and, like, you actually see your muscles. Mm-hmm. But people just, like, don't, they're so impatient. Like, they're just, like, I want to do more. What else can I do? I'm just, like,
0: just chill. How many rest days do you recommend to people?
1: Um, I would say at least two but like my preference is probably three
0: Mm okay
1: yeah
0: I think that's good for people to hear
1: yeah that's I mean I do probably three Mm -hmm. but I like even now I haven't worked out like I haven't worked out and I'm doing quotes here Mm -hmm. and probably like two and a half weeks Mm -hmm. um like my I've just been under a lot of stress Mm -hmm. um just with like my business like I've had some shit go down and like I said like my relationship with AJ was like going through some shit for like a minute Mm -hmm. and I was like I can't like I literally can't like work out right now I would just feel like even more shitty um so but like I've been doing like some band stuff some body weight stuff I've been walking a ton like Mm -hmm. walking is like my meditation and like I've been fine like I haven't like gained like (laughs) 15 pounds in two weeks like it's fine like I'm eating the same foods I'm not like cutting anything out really Mm -hmm. um yeah I just think there's like just this like misconception misconception out there like if I take you know this many days off or if I take a week off or if I'm off my routine like everything's like I'm gonna lose all my muscle I'm gonna gain all this weight and it's like no like you know it doesn't happen you're not gonna gain 10 like you know I don't know you're not gonna gain like a bunch of fat in like two weeks I mean unless like you kind of don't care. Well, <laughs>
0: usually the people who are afraid to do that are the people who have literally never taken a week off. And in yeah. that case, I'm like, you'd probably see better gains if you took a deload exactly. week, took it off, and then went back. Exactly. You get some, like, newbie
1: gains or something,
0: especially if you take, like,
1: more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the one time, and I talked about this a lot, was I took, like, three weeks off. Mm-hmm. Like, did nothing but, like, walk, and I didn't change my diet at all and I lost, like, seven pounds, like, within, like, the first three days, and it was, like, just inflammation, and, like, I felt so much better, I was, like, regular again, Mm -hmm. like, my skin cleared up, like, everything was just better, and then when I got, like, when I started working out again, it was, like, just better, Mm -hmm. like, I felt better, I got results, like, quicker, it was, like, muscle memory, but, um, yeah, like, I think people could definitely benefit just from more time off.
0: Yeah, I agree. Are you a morning workout person or an yeah. afternoon? I morning. I always wonder. Yeah. Morning. Have yeah. you always been like that? Yeah. If it's like past like noon
1: and like I hate even working out past like 11, mm-hmm. but if it's like past noon, I'm like... I'm do you just do it first thing? You like yeah. that? Okay. I try to. Like, Yeah. yeah I try like because my schedule is weird. Like AJ's gone at like 530 in the morning. So like when he gets back, like when he has a break between clients... I'll go work out. So I usually work out between like 8.30 and 10. Okay. That's like my prime time. It's yeah. when I like have enough energy. But like once it gets That's past like a certain time, I'm like, ugh, yeah. I don't really feel like lifting anything right now.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah. I didn't, I switched over to that when I moved here and I was like, if I don't work out in the morning, it's going to be too hot the rest of the day for me to even Especially here. Yeah. dream of it. Yeah. <laughs> and now That's I dangerous. just work better that way. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. But yeah. let's touch on food for a second. Just because mm-hmm. I have had a lot of um keto people on my podcast mm-hmm. and i think that keto can benefit a lot of people but i also don't think everyone needs to be keto yeah and i you recently posted about this just so i wanted to bring it up is like you eat carbs mm-hmm. um and i think carbs work great for a lot of people yeah and people shouldn't be so afraid of them um so i kind of wanted you to share your experience with like your relationship with carbs i suppose <laughs> my my relationship with carbs is like a rocky little
1: road because i well before when i was like a marathon runner i was like carbs are amazing and like like you just learned like carb load like that's mm-hmm. a thing and that this was like when I was like 20 and I was like, I don't know what nutrition is. Like I'll eat some pasta. I'll Mm -hmm. eat like whatever. Um, I didn't really know what like protein and carbs and fats. Like I just didn't really care. Um, But like when I went back to school, like with the NTA and I just like did my own research and um, I went through like a very strict, like no carb. Like I was eating maybe like 40 grams of carbs a day. Mm -hmm. Like it was crazy. Um, And for me, like, I probably walk like 15,000 steps a day. I work out, you know, like three or four days a week. Mm-hmm. I have two boys at home. i like, I work from home chasing after them all day. Like, and you're I was active. surviving on four. Yeah, yeah. I was very active and I'm surviving off 40 grams of carbs a day. And like, I felt like shit. I was like irregular. My skin sucked. My sleep sucked. As soon as it hit like 3 PM every day, my body like shut down. It was like, mm-mm, like you're just gonna lay on the couch. Like mm-hmm. I had no energy And then, and I also didn't have a period. Mm -hmm. Um, My period just like, poof, went away. Um, And then I I actually started tracking because I was like, what, like I wanna know if I'm eating enough. Mm -hmm. And most people use tracking to like lose weight, but I was like, I wanna make sure I'm actually eating enough protein and like I wanna see if I do better with more carbs. So it was then that I started adding in more carbohydrates and I didn't like, I didn't really lessen anything else. Mm -hmm. I just was seeing how my body responded to more carbs. And it was like night and day like I felt and like I added in like plantains and sweet potato and like some gluten free oats Mm -hmm. and like just like real carbs. So like I was still eating like good real food, Um, but I just like I felt so much better. And within like two months, like I got my period back and Mm -hmm. I was like on a regular cycle. And it was amazing. My skin cleared up. Like, my sleep was better. I just, like, had more energy in my workouts. Um, But, like, like you said, like, keto can be really helpful for some Mm -hmm. people. And that's amazing. Like, if it works for you, like, keep going. Mm -hmm. But so many – and so many people also, like, we forget why keto is around in the first place. People now just use it to lose weight. (laughs) Like, if you look up freaking keto on Instagram, you'll just see, like, people with, like, a freaking cheeseburger and – like, an avocado, some bacon, some more cheese, some, like, Mm -hmm. cream cheese. And I'm just, like, what are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. that's not, like – and they're, like, oh, I'm just on a keto diet and, like, I want to lose weight. And I'm just, like, it's not meant for that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's supposed to be used for, like, specific purposes. Mm -hmm. And then they just, like, stop eating vegetables. Medical conditions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah." And then – they're just like, I mean, you're still eating shit food. Also
0: keto doesn't equal weight loss. which I know people just are confused about like you. I used it I to gain it weight. To gain, that was literally what I was at this plateau. I was prob I was at like 95 pounds for yeah. a really long time. Yeah. Like I, cause I was at a really, really low weight. And, and when I switched over to paleo that allowed me to put on more weight, but then I was at 95 pounds for like eight months or so. And I was like, I can't, I don't know why I can't put on more weight. Yeah. Um, and I think it was still gut related, and I was like, I need more, ca-. like I don't know. And then I switched to keto, and that was what helped me gain a, like way yeah. more weight. Finally, like that, like flip the switch, and yeah. And I'm like, you and I experiences a lot too with clients, or pe- like I see a lot of couples do it. A lot of couples, they yeah. both want to lose weight, so it's a man and a woman, and they Let's both keto. go, they both do keto, <laughs> and guess the man will drop weight, and the woman will gain twenty pounds. Yeah, and I'm like yeah sorry like you know <laughs> i mean i don't know what to tell you but it just doesn't work for everybody like it keto doesn't equal weight loss it helps people lose weight because it does to your appetite
1: yeah um
0: and people well you know it's like an easy way to cut calories short term if you want to use it that you're way You're literally
1: cutting out like an entire
0: basically mm-hmm. like food group yeah like, you know exactly and most people do keto wrong which is a whole other issue
1: yeah
0: i, I mean know. that's that's just annoying in itself
1: but it's like that doesn't It just doesn't equal weight loss, Mm -hmm. like, and same thing with just, like, vegan and vegetarian, like, people just use things to, like, lose weight nowadays, it's Mm -hmm. not really, they're not looking at, like, nutrient density, yeah, and, but I'm, like, if you feel really good just, like, eating that way, like, and I've seen people on social media, like, switch, Mm -hmm. like, I mean... Even like Jordan Younger, like mm-hmm. she was super keto, like into like bulletproof mm-hmm. everything, like high fat and like that wasn't working for her mm-hmm. body anymore. And now she eats like a shit ton of fruit and like that seems to be really like working really mm-hmm. well. So like what worked for you even six months ago, yeah. like your body goes through changes all mm-hmm. the time, like stuff is changing and you're like, it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Like maybe keto worked for a couple months and that's all that you needed it for. Mm-hmm. And now like you can add in more carbs and you feel yeah. really, really good. And sometimes it's, like, the other way around. But, like, if you find what works for you, like, that's awesome. But also know, like, it's probably, like, something is going to change down the road. Yeah. You know? Like, now I'm i feel like during really stressed out times my body just naturally craves more carbs Mm -hmm. and i need them to feel like really good Mm -hmm. and then when things kind of calm down i go back to kind of like i'm high i feel like i'm like high protein all the time Mm -hmm. just because that feels really good to me but when like my body is in more of like a relaxed state Mm -hmm. um i go back to like higher protein higher fat and Mm -hmm. just like naturally lower carb Mm -hmm. but like Lower carb for me now is not, like, 40 grams of carbs. Lower carb is, like, maybe, like,
0: 150. Like, I Oh, think that's like, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's
1: my... And I feel like that's, like, all relative, too, because... Yeah, it
0: is. People throw around that term, you know, and that's another thing I ask... Because I always ask people, I'm like, what do you think is... Lo- what do you think... Because people throw around those terms, mm-hmm. and I'm like, but you need to give people some context. Yeah. Because maybe you're saying this is high fat, and to them it's not, mm-hmm. or it's low carb, and to them it's not. So I think it's helpful for people to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's my thing I'm like people are super worried about carbs I'm like if you lean more towards a whole foods diet you're naturally low carb yeah yeah. like you could eat all the sweet potatoes on the plate and you're still gonna be low carb compared to compared to
1: like like the the average American yeah for sure I just think people are so fixated on numbers mm-hmm. and they want they're like, how many carbs should I be eating? Like, I'll get messages like, like I don't know. You. What should my macro breakdown be? <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, I don't know what you do every single day. Yeah. I don't know your stress levels. I don't know your genetics. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know your history. Like, I can't tell you how many carbs to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe 50 grams is low carbs to some people, which is I think it is. But like, for me, I've learned with my body and the way it responds, like, like 150 grams is like that's like low carb to mm-hmm. me and yeah it's just it's so different it's like the calorie like oh eat 1200 calories it's like what like who came up with that number oh my god it's a I number know. it's literally scares me like but it's also just it's like not a, enough food. yeah i mean it's not enough food but it's also <laughs> like who came up with this magical number for everyone yeah like it just doesn't make any sense to me and it's the same thing with the carbs and the fats like even like high fat to some people is like you know, 150 grams of fat and high fat to me might be a hundred grams. Yeah. Like
0: it's just so different. Yeah. I totally agree. So what is high protein to you? I mean, I, I think that's an interesting one. Yeah. So like I try to do,
1: I, I mean, I eat a lot of protein. I probably do like 150 grams of protein. That's like, and I feel really yeah. good on that. Um, and then, yeah, like my carbs are probably around, like I don't, I don't track. Mm-hmm. Um, but carbs are probably around, like, naturally 120 to 150 mm-hmm. on, like, whatever given day. Like, if I go on, like, if I walk more that day, I'm, like, naturally craving more, yeah. I feel like. Or if I, like, do a really intense workout, like, I want to eat more carbs. Um But, and, like, fat is usually, like, that can range, too. Just, like, probably, like, anywhere from 70 to, like, maybe 100 and 110 grams like just naturally yeah and i don't think we're meant to be in this like strict calorie bubble and macro bubble every single day because every single day is like really different
0: that's what people don't understand i try to explain to people i'm like i people who track are trying to get the exact same calorie macros every day i think that that is suboptimal and so many like you don't want your body to just adapt to one specific yeah calorie amount slash macro because then if you throw something else at it you'll probably put on weight exactly. honestly versus yeah if your body is flexible and used to getting different calorie amounts like, every day yeah um then it's not a big deal when one day you eat like five thousand calories accidentally and then maybe the next day you have like two thousand and evens out you yeah. know and no, your body sure. is used to that.
1: Yeah. I feel like people are just so fixated on numbers and, like, I, I think, like, numbers and data can be, like, really good. But, like, for the average person, like, why, like, you're not, I mean, most people are not training for, like, a bikini competition. Mm-hmm. Which, like, and I've tried, I've trained for one before and it, like, fucked up my head. Like, I got back into, like, my old headspace of, like, bulimia and, like, yeah. all that stuff. Like, so I stopped. I was like, nope, like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the average person, like. You don't need to track your things to a T every single day. Like I just don't think people naturally eat that way. Yeah. Like it just it fluctuates daily.
0: Yeah. And well, it just prevents people from tapping into their hunger signals. Yeah, it like prevents you
1: from being in tune with your own
0: body. Exactly. They're just eating according to like, oh I have this many carbs left. I'm like, I'll have like a full of ice cream. But I'm like, like, I'm not really hungry, but I still need to like fill up my carb quota. I'm, I'm like, like, what? No. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, my God. It kills me. Uh, okay. I'm pissed because I have, like, 3,000 more things I want to talk to you about, but I think we should cap it, and you'll just have to come back on the podcast. Oh, well. That'll okay. be great. And once uh, you're living here, you can come on all the time. Yeah. That'll be fun. Because you'll be my neighbor. Yeah. I'll be, like, well, I don't know how far Culver it's City It's, like, is. five minutes. There we go. Yeah, it's super close. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Yeah. You're the best. Can you tell everyone where they can find you and like learn more about what you're doing?
1: What yeah, you're up to? sure. So if you guys, you can find me on Instagram. I'm Melanie underscore Morton underscore. So it's kind of an annoying name. Um, but and I, my website should be up and like I've just like rebranded. So I'm like redoing my entire website, but it should be up within a week. I don't know when this is coming out, but my website, It'll be up. okay, Melanie Morton coaching.com. Um, And then I also have a podcast called The Female Experience. So I host a podcast with my really good friend, Sai. And every, well, every Thursday we come out with an episode, but then every other Thursday I do a solo episode about motherhood. So just like getting real about motherhood and all the shit that goes down. And, um, yeah, it's really fun. So I love being, thanks for having me. This is thanks fun. for fun. Now we're going to go to Erewhon and eat our
0: face. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to eat. We're going to go on a yeah. nice long walk yeah. and get all those steps in. Hell yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks best. for having me. Shout out to Melanie for coming on the podcast. I definitely want to have her back on because... There were a few things we were planning on chatting about, which we didn't even have time to get to, which is crazy, I know, because it was long, but it was good. So she is incredible. I adore her. If you want more from her, go to her website, MelanieMortonCoaching.com. You can find her on Instagram at Melanie underscore Morton underscore. All of her ebooks and products are on her website. And I know that she would love to hear from you guys too. So if you enjoyed this episode or have any feedback, make sure you let her know what you thought and get to know her more. She's awesome. So I hope that you're excited about this additional episode. Two a week. We're doing two a week. It's going to be amazing. So that's all I have for you this episode. I'll talk to you again next time. Bye.